Angie, welcome. Thanks, Michael. It's nice to be here. When did you uh, first come across the Tarot in your own life? In my own life, I was, um, must have been 27. I was in graduate school, and I was doing a, a paper on the psychology of superstition. And I went into the Rare Books Library, and a bookmark, what I thought was a bookmark, fell out. And I went to the librarian, and I said, this is a great bookmark. And being trained as an anthropologist and looking at symbols, I was taking a look at some of the Greek symbols and Egyptian symbols and and oriental symbols that were in that bookmark. And she said, oh, you don't want to pay attention to this. This is just a tarot card. And I said, what's that? And then started working with looking at that particular deck at that time, which is known as the Tho deck, or what some people know as the Crowley deck, and found that it had more cross-cultural symbols in it than any other deck that was available at that time. What's the source of the Tarot? Where did it come from? Originally, in China, it was used by the king's concubines uh, who painted pictures of their experiences with the king. And so in China, it was used as a mode to show experiences, outer experiences and inner experiences. But the first time that was really used as a book of wisdom was in Egypt. And they had a, a book uh, for the dead and also for the living. And the book for the living was called the Book of Tho. The book for the dead was called the Egyptian Book of the Dead. Was it always, did it always take the form of a deck of cards? No, no. In Egypt, it took forms of um, 127 different hieroglyphs, and which was their book of wisdom, the book of Tho. And it was from there, it wasn't until the Middle Ages, that it was really taken out of book form and put into card form. Why do you think it got into cards? Um, I think probably three reasons why it went into card form. Um, basically, um, there was the Gnostic movement uh, during that time that was really interested in taking a look at the old Egyptian mysteries. And they felt that the way that they could study them is taking them out and doing portraitures of them, visual portraitures. And they were originally portraits rather than cards, and then they were brought down to size. And it was a way of diminishing the mystery that was associated with that particular portraiture. And um, in the Egyptian hieroglyphs, um, each hieroglyph is equivalent to an internal state that someone could experience and also an outer experience. And so what you have, the tarot deck, really is like a book, but in deck form, of inner and outer experiences. Um, all the swords would indicate mental beliefs and attitudes, and there were a whole uh, hieroglyphic arrangement for that. Cups would be emotional responses and reactions. Now, swords and cups, they're like clubs or diamonds, right? Uh, yes, yes. And then you have uh, wands, which would represent what's happening to us spiritually and also intuitively or our life energy. And then discs or pentacles, uh, they're one and the same, would be representative of what's happening in our external reality, such as health, finances, work, creativity, or relationships. You said there were three reasons why they became cards. Right. One was to disguise the fact that they were really archetypal mysteries that were being explored 
uh, states of consciousness internally and externally. Second, that it was put into a more visual form that people could access it and take it out of it a hieroglyphic form so it could be more usable. And the third, that it, it was a, a way of transmitting wisdom or knowledge that had been contained about different states internally and externally. Now, you as an anthropologist were interested in the tarot because you were interested in anthropology and where were these symbols, where did they come from and so right. on. Why would someone in ordinary daily life today in contemporary times access the tarot or look at the tarot other than being interested in the symbology? Um, I think that people, as a, as a society becomes more technological, people are going to claim more of the creative arts, such as storytelling or the visual arts. And Tarot definitely is a visual art. It's like Carl Jung said that the psychological mechanism for transforming energy is a symbol. And that um, as human beings, regardless of any culture that we're in, um, symbols are...